Stop Punishing Yourself, the only podcast that teaches neurodivergent Alaskans prone to anxiety and depression how to stop feeling like victims to their brains and start feeling empowered by them. I'm your host and neurospicy life coach, Alicia Turner, and I promise to take you from codependent and insecure to independent and unstoppable using the spiritual art and science of coaching. If you're ready to fully reverse the harmful wiring that's living rent-free all up in your brain, then let's get started. Hello, my fellow earthlings. There is a lot of hustle and bustle over at the Turner Cornfield household. Last week, we were just hit with motivation. I don't know if it was out of nowhere because we've been talking about it for like six months, but it felt like it was out of nowhere. And we just started completely redecorating, redesigning our home. Steven is moving his office into the garage because my schedule, my schedule is getting so packed that we can't really share the office with the hours I've been needing with my clients. So he's pimping out the garage. We pimped out the living room. And I'm just kind of stoked to do this home improvement thing. I've owned my home for two years and I've never really cared about decor. I've always told myself the story that I suck at designing and I don't know how and it's hard. Just your typical like automatic brain setting of victim sad mentality. And I feel like I've been struck with the designer lightning and I'm so excited for the new vibe the new feels in our house it's coming together really quick I know it will take some time to complete the projects but it just feels exciting to add new life into something that you're familiar with and I don't just mean for your homes I mean adding new life to every aspect of your life and that's what I get to do as a life coach I get to take exactly where people are without needing to change any of their circumstances and we just funnel new life, new energy, new profound perspectives into where they currently are and it can make radical shifts in your life. So that's that shit. Anyway, I want to talk about the three types of business today. And no, I'm not talking about like businessman weekly. I'm talking about the th- the only three types of business that there are. And I'm having a flashback to Michael Scott giving a speech at Ryan's college to bump his grade up. <laughs> he's like the worst. Doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, the office lives in my head. But anyway, um, the three types of business I want to talk to you about are the most basic business. And I don't mean like currency transactions selling goods and services I mean there are three types of business there is your business there is my business and there is God's business and if you don't like the word God I also say reality's business the universe's business I use all of those interchangeably because they mean the same thing to me so those are the three types of business but we get it twisted y'all we suffer Because we don't know whose business it is anyway. And so a big...
big part of my job and a privilege of my lifetime that I've kind of had to do for myself first and lead the way in is organizing these three types of business. And we never need to make it more complicated than that, right? There's yours, there's mine, there's God's. But here's where most of us live. We live in the yours, right? The business that is not ours being anyone else, whoever that your is. It could be your partner, your friends, your parents, politics, whatever. We live in that business and we live in God's. We like to think we know a better way that the universe should unfold. We like to think that our perspective is greater than the energy that creates life on planets floating in rocks in the vastness of space. Like we have a fucking clue. We don't. We don't have a clue. And yet we make God's business ours all the time. Anytime we think we know how things should go, how they shouldn't go, what should be, what shouldn't be, we are meddling in business that belongs to the universe, that belongs to reality, that is none of our business. And the irony of these three types of business is we don't spend any time on our own business. We never care to look there. We don't check there first to solve our problems. We're like, no, no, no. The, the best place to look is in other people's business, in other people's models, if you will. That's what I say to my clients. Because we're all operating in a model. Whether we're conscious of it or not, that is our only business. But what we love to do is we like to look at how other people are feeling or how what other people are doing is wrong and should change. Or we're worried about what other people are thinking, like it has any effect on us. Or, or what we want them to think about us. All of this is so punishing. And I want to explain why. Because your time here on this planet is so finite. It's so small. You, you ain't going to be here long. And when you spend your focus, your attention, your energy on all these things that are not your business, you're squandering your experience. You're not using the power that was bestowed upon you, right? You're not all powerful, but you are entirely powerful over the decisions you make, over where you direct your focus, over how you show up to your life, and over how you choose to feel on a day-to-day basis. When we're focused on other people's business or on God's business, we feel so stressed. It's such an unfulfilling experience. We feel so much anxiety and panic because we're believing the lie that that business is ours to focus on. We're believing the lie that things shouldn't be the way they are. People shouldn't be thinking or doing what they're doing, right? These are all lies. These aren't true, factual things that your brain is like accurate about. Your brain is wrong. And this really ties into last week's episode about being the villain, right? We think the villain is this wrong, bad person that deserves punishment. But if that's true for that person, if that if you really genuinely believe that villains deserve X, Y, and Z, what you're really communicating to yourself is you deserve that. And that when you make a mistake, when you have any kind of fuck up, you deserve punishment and you are bad instead of just a human being having having an experience that's neutral 
where sometimes you feel good, sometimes you feel bad, right? We complicate it so much when we're meddling in things we can't control. So the best thing I ever did to stop punishing myself was I made a big declaration to only give a fuck about my business. And this feels scary. And a lot of people around you won't like this decision you make because there's not much to talk about when you're only focused on your business, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, your results. There's not much to talk about with people anymore because we're so conditioned in this culture of gossip and blame and victimization. It's so exhausting. It's so stressful. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that if you like it, but my friend, if you don't like it, please know you have another option. Please know you don't have to continue choosing to feel exhausted and burnt out and worn out from focusing on shit you can't control. So when I focus on myself... I get this kind of weird sensation. It's like I'm flying, but I'm also like falling. It's kind of scary, but it's kind of thrilling. It feels somewhat dangerous to my nervous system, but I know it's going to be productive in the long haul. I know it's going to be useful. I know it's going to serve me. I used to live out of my attachment trauma. And it's not that complicated. It just means that the way I was conditioned, the way I was raised, had me really confused about whose business was whose. And so up until my late 20s, I never focused on myself. I cared more about others' experience of me than the actual experience I was having. I cared more about what other people thought of me than what I thought about myself and what I wanted to choose to think about myself and believe about myself. And so there's a way out. That's all I want to say. I want you to notice what the three types of business are. And I want you to start categorizing your day and putting everything, like if imagine you had three jars in front of you and everything that's coming across your brain or happening in your day, I want you to plop, plop whatever it is into one of those three jars. And I want you to just start notice if if you could put like little beads, glass beads in each jar at the end of the day, which one would be the fullest? Are you spending your time focusing on other people's business, other people's models, what they're thinking and feeling, what they're doing? Are you making that your business? Is that where you're putting your attention? Would that jar be full? Or maybe it's the universe's jar that's full. Maybe you wake up in your day and you're instantly in critique mode. You're like, well, it shouldn't be raining today. That's God's business. That's none of your fucking business. Well, I should have gotten to work on time and not hit traffic. That's God's business. That's none of your business. Well, my friend shouldn't have gotten diagnosed with this, this, and this. That's God's business. You have no control over that. That is none of your business, right? Which jar are you filling? A part of our ego and our fear and our socialization thinks it's useful 
to focus on these jars, to focus on shit we can't control, to resist it, to fight it, to try to wrangle with it in our head, with our energy. But it's not useful. Take my word for it. I've done the research. I've, I've tested it out. I've evaluated it for you so you don't have to. It's 100% useless. What happens when you fill the jar that is only your business, when you put your focus, when you shift your priorities, right? The world, the voices in your head popping up might want to say, oh, that's selfish. Oh, you shouldn't do this, this, and this. You need to be humble. You need to put others first, right? Whatever that good girl story is that keeps us kind of caught in this loop of being self-abdicating and self-sabotaging, right? Those voices might come in, right? But thoughts aren't true. Thoughts are optional. We can just check them out and, and not attach to them. We can just notice them and see what they are for what they are. But what really happens when you focus on your business, your emotional state over anyone else's around you, even your kids, when you do that, you raise up everyone around you. You impact everyone around you in such a positive way because if you're focusing on yourself, the only outcome that's possible is you lead by an example of what it means to prioritize your well-being. When I started focusing on myself, a lot of shit in my life changed. I made a lot of different decisions and I put myself on a very different trajectory. And I am so glad I did that. Because now I blow my mind with where I've gotten myself in such a short amount of time. I blow my mind with how I was able to have such a reversal of my habitual states of thinking and feeling. I blow my mind that I don't have panic attacks anymore. That I'm not afraid of my neurodivergent brain that's prone to depression. That I am not afraid to take risks and invest in myself and create money and all these incredible things that me 10 years ago wouldn't believe is possible in the state I was in back then. I want you to see all of your options before you continue to focus on the two types of business that are none of your business. I want you to see what's created when you focus on business that is yours alone. And whatever objections come up when I offer that, when I say, hey, this is an option, check it out sometime, whatever objections come up, I want you to get curious with them. Instead of feeling vindicated in, in you know, the thoughts your brain offers you, I want you to start getting curious. I was just having my last client call of the evening right before this, and I said something along the lines of, assume every thought your brain offers you is a lie. Not because it's dangerous in your brain, not because your brain's against you, it's just keeping you safe, it's protecting you, but assume every thought your brain hands you is a lie. And if you don't know how to tell the difference between a thought and reality or what God's business is, then that is your invitation to come work with me because that is what I teach you. If you get hung up on that, if you get confused about that, if you get caught in the tailspin of drama and others' business that's not yours, 
That is your invitation to get this education, to give yourself the gift of these tools so you know what it feels like to embody only focusing on your business and freeing yourself from everything else. That's about it for today. I do want to invite you, if you're listening to this episode on the day it airs, Wednesday, November 30th, I want to invite you to join my free training tonight on Zoom about money mindset requirements. I'm going to be covering how my concept and idea of wealth has changed now that I've unpacked my scarcity stories around money and security and how I've kind of freed myself from that illusion that money is what makes someone feel safe and secure. It's just not true. Again, these thoughts, they're lies. So if you want to learn what I've learned so far, I am by no means know all. I'm still a student myself. But if you want to hear about what I have learned in my first year in business, and how to feel better about your own money story, then please join me tonight on Zoom. Also, to your average coach, I would have a booked out practice. Many coaches would cap their one-on-one clients at where I'm at right now, but I don't play like that, dog. I I have a goal to double the amount of clients I am serving by the end of next month. And so that means I've opened up spaces in my consult for you to come book one, for you to get started on this. Um, I am a busy gal. I have a full calendar, but I'm doubling the space available to come show up and serve and help more people because y'all deserve it. Uh, This can be a really difficult time of year. It's darker. It's we've got family drama. We've got the world in disarray and I know it's hard out there. So don't make it harder on yourself by depriving yourself of this awareness of these tools of what is available to you. Um, So if you're interested, grab one of the few consults I have available for December and let me serve you. Let me help you out. I'm at your service, my friend. And I would love nothing than to hang out with you for an hour every week and dive deep into your individualized experience and and get you what you need to feed new life into where you are. Because, my friend, the human experience is not supposed to be a suffer fest. It's not supposed to feel punishing. Uh, so let's stop doing that all together. Okay, I love you. Happy end of November. And good tidings will bring to you and your friend good tidings for okay i i gotta go i sing a lot if you didn't know that bye thanks for listening buddy hey if you enjoyed this episode you have to come check out my one-on-one coaching program it's 24 weeks of me and you where i take all the guesswork out of your self-awareness journey i'm just gonna give you all the answers in one go I guarantee you after these 24 weeks, you will feel like a completely different human. Empowered, focused, motivated, in love with yourself, and on fire for your life again. Go to alishaturnercoaching.com right now to book your free consult call, and I'd love to have you join while spots last. I'll see you there.